I find you pompous, judgmental, and completely self-absorbed. Would you be my friend? Episode 162. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd dip my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. How come my mic works? Frank's mic works. Test one, two, I'm apparently test one, two. just going to have to yell. Why wasn't your mic working? I don't know. Is it working now? Yeah. I'm. Do we have a short in the system? Cause How weird is that? I've been holding it like this the entire time. I even try to do my liner desperately. Ever since we liner. started these, <coughs> yeah. these live liners. It's a disaster. It's a technological. It, it's, it's a technological Chernobyl is what it and is. And that one was the best one ever. But nobody will have heard it. <laughs> uh, they're going to have to wait till next episode when I'll repeat it because I'm not afraid to uh, drive material into the ground. Okay. If I there remember what it was. <laughs> I mean, I, I well, it wasn't up, recorded, so you Brad have to write it down. Brad wasn't looking at me. He was looking down at the equipment like a, like a good tech head should. And uh, I look over at Brad with about, I don't know, 6.2 seconds before, I, before a liner needed to be said. And I look at Brad and I say, do we need a live liner? And he goes, yeah. And I go, okay. 2.8 seconds left. All right, and go. But my mic wasn't on. So it was a bit of a letdown. I potted That's it okay. up. I, potted I know. I up. saw you. I, I, you Maybe you were, it did record. You were doing all the good. No, as far as I know. We didn't hear him. Yeah. Well, I, you know, it turned out that my headphones were in the uh-huh. wrong jack. So oh. it could have been, and I just didn't hear it. No, I didn't hear it either. Because I'm listening to what's coming out of the mix. I mean, I heard the music. I heard, you know, Brad. But I didn't hear me. How, what are you doing now? Well, that this doesn't migraine? sound... Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm now? hearing this right. Frank lost a free There cell. we go. Okay. You okay now? Yeah, we're good. All right. Okay. The the volume was low, and I didn't know if it was... Uh, that's good. Uh, no, that's cool. You guys never face it uh, to where I can actually see it, so I'm watching the levels bounce. and it's On, the, on, our little, on the little recorder? It's kind of mesmerizing. I'm feeling kind of hypnotized by it. And... Wasted. Shake out of it, Bill. Okay. This is the real wow. episode 162. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, wow. why did you refer to last to, to the... Because um... <laughs> it was episode 162. It was a very short episode. No, that was his way of trying to Whatever. make his make his mark on the show. Oh. You know, like dogs will walk around and just pee on everything? Much like myself. Basically, Actually, it was because... he was just peeing on the show, mm. trying to say, look... I have an opportunity to make a mark. I have an opportunity to put my stamp on the show. I have an opportunity to not be the yuck monkey. All I was trying to do was to prove to everybody that I can do this show by myself. Oh, good. no. Yeah, you can definitely do I it by yourself. I need to apologize to I don't the know listeners. if it would be a good show. Getting sick. I was going to replay um, I drove over to Bill's. It was just eight minutes long. And I oh, was like is, really, really sick. And then I left and went to Harley's because she lives right around the corner, and yes. I threw up five times. Wow. Okay. 
So I'm sorry. Not not present. I, no, I, I apologize. I, no, I'm not apologizing to you guys. Frank and I. Uh, I mean, I apologize you, you apologize to the apologize listeners because the first sick. 90 Frank. seconds uh-huh. of last week's whatever it was uh-huh. were just inexcusable. Inexcusable. What? But but uh, uh, I did hear your um, your mm-hmm. smooth talking. Is are we talking about the yes, smooth yeah. first ninety seconds? I thought that was so, funny. Hey, no, I'll, I'll, have, funny. I'll have you know that uh, the smooth the great, talking. You're, you're outvoted because the great Sean Pryor emailed me personally and said that he was a uh, that he liked uh, the, the soundtrack that I use underneath it. Sexy. So, I, that, I, I clearly to, I'm, I'm marking that down as a win. Many many times. It was yeah. sexy. Okay. No, so sexy and half hour wasted. Was, don't go. In the same sentence, I don't so know it, about was, that. it was. It was. All three of us were sexy. Then speak for yourself, Bill. Are you sexy? Two, you two are, you sexy, are sexy. Aren't two you? of the you three of us sexy. You are sexy. And the professor is sexy. You know what? And I, I bet Harley, I will. I will nod uh-huh. politely to yes. that, but I will not respond to that. And I'll bet that Harley is sexy, but she mm-hmm. always appears in the robe with the scythe. And it's just a weird but look. The what? Whose names are in the what? open? Huh? Brad, What's Frank, and Bill, right? Yeah, it's <laughs> Brad, Frank, and, and Bill. Okay, yeah, so that's it. I still want to know what a scythe is. Two of the three of those scythe. guys it's a threshing device. are sexy. It's a manual oh, okay. threshing device. And so, again, I just want to apologize I, I, to the listeners. I, I don't want to. When I'm I, sick, mm-hmm. things are out of my control. Yeah. We, we do a lot of ad lib on this show. Now, and, the last eight and, and a half like minutes. I don't, want to, I don't want to confuse Harley with the harbinger of death. The last eight and a half minutes of the show. She's really cool. Oh, it's that thing. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, I don't know where I was going there. I, I wasn't even listening to I'm, what you were saying. I'm on, <laughs> I'm on Monavi right now, <clears throat> so yeah. What's Monavi? Huh? Oh, you're uh, not you doing Monavi. You, you haven't been amused by me. You're doing Monavi? No, no. Don't do Monavi. What? <laughs> it's just acai juice. It's wine, stuff. isn't it? No, it's not. It's it's the acai berry. It'd be a lot cooler if it was just pronounced Akai. That would be easier. It's not like oh, I mean, you're, you fell for that scam? Huh? You fell for that scam? I'm falling for it as we she's speak. She's going to kick. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, she's going to You fell for that butt. scam too, huh? Yeah, why do you think I'm, I can train? Mm-hmm. Why do you think I can grade papers and train and do all the things I do? Because you're. Hey, professor. Because you are the professor, not because some drink gives you magical superpowers. That's not the point. It's Sucker. not supposed to give you superpowers. Oh, oh, look who joined me. Wow. I got a little, I got a little visitor. No, a lot of, it's uh, okay. Did I just upset her? There's, there's she a lot left? of energy. No, <laughs> I, think she she's, I think she's. No, going, no, no. We I need to just work around we in to get to uh, to get to Sage. Yeah. yeah. Huh. No, he is. He is a very powerful young man. Is, what we need to do is we need to switch the lock on. I need to turn around oh. the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's bear hugging me. Sage is bear hugging me. He's so mom will not take him. He's got Frank in the death grip. Uh, take a look at this. I know. And there's the professor. Frank is in the goes. death grip. Right. Yes. Okay. Wow. We'll have to post that. <laughs> All right. So who do I send this picture to? Listen to that Velcro right. sound when you're peeling My Sage goodness. off of you. It sounds like Velcro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I have never been held like that before. That was certainly like, not certainly not by a male. Yeah, <laughs> or female, or female. I don't know about that. <laughs> Which, by the way, you're gonna have to bleep this. <laughs> stole my cereal bowl. Say what? <laughs> what? Really? What are you talking about? A cereal bowl that I have had. Oh for about no way! 
four or five years. Yeah. And it's not even a cereal bowl. It's a. It's just the. It's a Ziploc. Yeah. Square container that I've okay. been eating my cereal out of. Yeah. And okay, was this horked from work? Being a bachelor. Yeah. And, and Frank, and, and is, I don't know. I don't know if I've told you guys this before. Frank is also you a know, noted minimalist. Wait, wait, wait! Before you get any farther into the story, yes. I'm worried about this young man here, <laughs> Sage. Uh huh. I've Seriously. never seen Sage. Look at me. Look at me. I've never seen your mother look this angry. Yeah. Does she look <laughs> angry to you? No. She doesn't look angry to you. Now, 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 now we, we need to explain exactly what's been going on the last five minutes. Sage has has ducked his mother no no more than three or four times and come to sit on my lap. And it has become a game to him. Let him go that way. Okay, Sage. I won't. The Sage. professor is not pleased you right now. You need to now. go with your mommy now, okay? And you know what? She's perfectly okay. within her rights. Okay, to, to he's do doing that. the death grip. Hold on. Yeah, he's gonna pop buttons off of Frank's shirt. Y'all better watch out. I need to take my shoes off. Okay, I've grab no, I've, the I've door. Got a, I've, grab it. I back my chair up. He can no longer get through. No, exactly. no, he will go under. You need to. Well, hold it. yeah, I just. Our belly's gonna do. If it. I had a key to that just door, it has hold, a lock on it. it but nope. the problem is that. Well, see, I, I don't know if I can stay on the mic, but actually, that might be a good thing. So I'll no, just for a just for wait, oh, hold on. Okay, can you stretch over for? Hold on, I think she has everything. I think mom has everything under control. No. I think professor. Can you still hear me? No. Hello, the listeners. That's cool. Hold on. What is she doing? Do you have him locked in? Bill is holding the door with no key. Did he walk around that side? There he is. Yeah, he found. Okay, so Sage has run around to the magic door. Daddy, daddy, daddy. Do I need to put my mean face on? Do I need to put my mean face on? <laughs> oh, here comes Sage. Okay, so Sage is desperately trying to get into the studio, but we are stopping him at every avenue. I think it's been taken care of. Not. <laughs> I think we ought to... Uh, the joy of a three-year-old, huh? Let's disregard the uh, the advice of Chuck D and uh, stop fighting the power. Because let's face it, he's three, and he's got more stamina than, than oh, uh, like the four of us put time. together. He will win every time. Not unless I'm you're saying. drinking Mona V. That's what I'm saying. Episode, <sighs> it's the real episode 162. A very sexy Ooh. episode. It's <laughs> <laughs> brought to you by. <coughs> See, in context, it's not that bad. No, InStockTrades.com. I'm going to place an a InStock Trades order very soon because oh, there yeah. have been a few trades that I've been holding off on. Very good looking trades. The number one top seller this week kick ass hardcover. So that finally all came out. Yeah. In fact, okay. the hardcover came out one week after issue eight. So so someone tell me, how did it end? You're going to beep that I'm word out there? I'm not going to tell you end. how it ends. Just tell me. Maybe I don't want to know. Well, cover yours. How did it end? I've got I liked it. It was on. good. But, I mean, did he die? Did he go to jail? Did someone I'm not going to tell you. Yeah, I'll just look online. I'm not going to tell you. Don't spoil the listener, Frank. Number two. Oh, by the way. That hardcover, it's twenty five bucks. In stock trades price fifteen seventy four. Now that's nice. Witchblade, 
Uh, volume 10 is the number two seller because it's free. Uh, number three seller is Witchblade Volume 11. It's free. Wait a minute. Did you say free? I said free. Free okay. 99. How do you do that? You pay for shipping? You get Unwritten Volume 1 from Vertigo. Wait a minute. Back up at the $10 free part. trades. If you buy anything yeah. at in stock trades, okay. you can add Witchblade Volume 10 or 11 to your order for free. Okay, I'm going to guess those are current. Was that uh, Silvestri? Who's doing that these days? Um, I don't know. I clicked. Okay. So the listener might be interested in this. I don't know who's writing it either. Is that the Ron Mars? Okay. <laughs> yeah, Ron Mars has, is re, is writing a uh, Witchblade. I've heard of him, and I, I love that some of his comics. But thirty-seven um, percent yeah. off of all your hard covers and like your trades book. from uh, in-stock trades. No shipping if you order fifty dollars or more. It's going to be easy for me to so place a fifty dollars. Spend fifty order. bucks, and they won't send it to you. No shipping. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You won't get anything. No shipping that, costs. That is how they make their money. Yeah, it's a pretty good business model, <laughs> It's a pretty model, sweet actually. deal. InStockTrades.com. They'll tell you how it ended. It's a good deal for the no. listener. Don't spoil it for the listener. No, no, that, that's how InStockTrades makes their money. They just, they just, they'll, they'll tell you, what would you order? All right, they'll tell you how it ends. Yeah. Instead of sending you the book, they'll just yeah. send you an email <laughs> no. with the like, photocopies of the last Let's page. Just oh. here off the last page. <laughs> old, old man Wolverine, all right, here's what happens. Hey. I enjoyed that. Where's the music? I was. We're really done with the that. sponsorship. So okay, thank you. Instock trades. Red light. Yes, we do. All right. So um, so what's been going on, guys? I've been uh, getting a bunch of comics. I've been uh, nice. been gearing up for the uh, gearing up for the new segment, uh, Word of the Week. Yeah, good stuff. I uh, looked through uh, Flash issue, uh, Flash Rebirth issue six, and I looked through Blackest Night issue seven, and a bunch of other ancillary titles too, but. Uh, I uh, I couldn't help but uh, you know I couldn't help but read those last. You know, but before we started like to save stuff. Before we know. started recording, uh, Brad asked us if we if we had mm-hmm. read um, uh, Rebirth number six, and I was like, you know, I remember reading it, but I yeah. just can't recall a thing about it. Well, you know, and, and I was pretty. I guess I was underwhelmed. I just it was pretty underwhelming. I just didn't. Well, I didn't get why there had to be. I don't know. There was just nothing to it that was just like. Well, I don't know if this is anybody's fault, but I just thought it was real interesting. Well, it's, it's that, always, it's, well I mean, the story, you know, it's kind of like uh, the end of uh, Legion of Three Worlds. It's like the story had moved on without them. Yeah. I mean, I, I think but I, I haven't read them. But that was a good story, exactly. even it had moved on well, without them. And I haven't read them. I haven't read these issues, um, but uh, apparently the Captain America rebirth did the same thing. It's like yeah. by the time issue six came out, it's like, I don't really even need to get it because I think we know how the story continues here. You know, yeah. I mean, that'd be like getting issue six would be like getting a prequel issue for what's going on in current continuity. Um, so, um, but still. I don't know if anybody's said this mm. anywhere, but I'm just going to say it. You guys, I'm you guys, breath. you guys know I'm a fan of Ethan Van Skyver's artwork. No. Yeah. And I think and he's a course. nice guy. Yes. But while I think that the art in, in the whole series has been, has been, Relatively good. Okay. Um, I don't understand. I. Okay. The art I, isn't I so overwhelming that it that you would understand why it was so light. Right. And. <coughs> you know what? I, you may say it about that issue. I'll say it about the series. The whole series, art-wise, didn't blow me away. 
I thought the uh, I still think the first issue was just <clears throat> staggering genius. See, I, I I would argue about that first because remember I had I had trouble with the first two panels, especially with the blocking of the shots, especially where they were trying to tell that story in the lab of someone yeah. watching outside. It just it's it was a rock. It just sat there and didn't do anything. Well, I mean, you know, maybe it wasn't a motion graphic, you know, thing thing, but uh, mm-hmm. I I was struck by the the line work and the. the the actual detail in his art, um, I thought it was really striking. But I mean, I, you know, I, I, I would say it's his best work. Uh, well, I mean, it's hard to compare anything to um, the Sinestro War, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, you yeah, that's that, that 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 Is it just me, or does Jake Garrick look bucktooth on that cover? Everyone looks just a little off model. Interesting. Well, I, I've always thought it's odd. Um, I, it's I, like I, I flip flopped on this. I used to so think he was really teeth. weird. I'm sure it's a coloring thing, but yeah. it looks like he's going. Well, I used to think it was yeah they should yeah they should have like a lower lip colored in or something. Um, it does. Let seem me run like this by you. You'd like to think the colorist would catch yes. First issue June '09. Right. Second issue July '09. Yeah, so far so good. Third issue August '09. Wow, it's three in a row. Fourth issue September '09. Four in a row. Now we know yeah it didn't happen that way, but that's what it says. Okay. 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 Fifth this, issue. It did seem like the fourth issue took a while. Longer. January. 2010. Wow. Six issue, April 010. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if anybody out there knows. And if, I'm going to say so, it. please call in. Um, I think yeah. Ethan Van Skyver, Skyver got distracted by Facebook. <laughs> I think he was distracted by Facebook, and it got in the way, oh of, his, and it got in the way <laughs> of his art. I know I have a hard time working from home. In fact, he's on right now. Dear Ethan. I really do. <laughs> Back. Let's see. I'm going to see if he's. It, on. it does make you wonder because uh, I think Jeff Johns pretty clearly had the scripts in place. I I, I followed to... him for a long time yeah. on Facebook. Yes, <clears throat> I had his. What you still don't, or you don't know, or something? What I mean is, I I had okay. his text me- his um status updates. Yes. come to me on my phone as a, as a ah. text message. Ah, very so good. I could follow his activity. Okay, Back. let's see what he's up to right. He now. was always on Facebook, and. He made many videos of himself singing and playing the piano, okay. which was cool. <laughs> but I couldn't help but thinking, why aren't you drawing? Okay, uh, looks like I mean, I'm, sometimes I'm you go a little bit to nuts. Barcelona, Spain, May 6th and 9th. Any DC fans there? I mean, then, he talked to us about going to South Africa. But, yeah, that was a while back. Yeah. Now, I, I, I don't understand how it took, I mean... I'm not trying to exaggerate here. What the now last maybe, the the gap between the fourth and the sixth issues? Well, the fifth and the sixth issues were the longest gap. Right, exactly. But you know, the fourth issue comes out, and then how long does it take to get the fifth issue out? And right. then how long does it take to get the sixth issue out? I mean, it was what literally was it five months to get the last two issues out? Yeah. So it was like two months to get the. I think it was more than that. It, it may have been more than that. Honestly. You know, Ethan may and have I been think, distracted by his wife. Yeah. And I think <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they rewrote the end of Flash Rebirth, if they rewrote issue six. Okay. That's we'd speculated that at one point. Oh, you mean if, if Jeff Johns went back and, and tore up yeah. the script and yeah. started from scratch. Okay. But um, I mean Okay. Not necessarily th- for issue six, but for the previous issues, mm-hmm. I honestly think he was distracted by Facebook because okay. he was on it all the time. Actually, uh, based on the photos I'm looking at right now, uh, I I think he's insane, totally insane. In fact, 
I would say he's a very dangerous man that should not be approached. What kind of lesson pictures are you seeing on his Facebook? Uh, he is well, posing a lot in front of, of, of his webcam, uh, doing several different poses and holding things up to the camera. Uh, he apparently has a problem with Mountain Dew. He apparently thinks he's an angel. Um, his wife is foxy. Um, <laughs> is that Tony Curtis? Uh, no, it's ha- it looks like not he has Tony a Curtis. check statement. He's been there. doing a lot of mm-hmm. uh, well, autograph I'm a, hunting. Okay, I, I'm a fan of Dick Van Dyke. Uh, he's DVDs. been sending out a lot of DVDs to get autographs. Okay, um, and he, he talks a I'm lot a, about that. Well, he got uh, your autograph, right? He, On the whole, ouch! Mm-hmm. Preparation, preparation, feels good. <laughs> yeah. On the whole, Whoa, I think he this. was distracted by Facebook <laughs> and his wife. Well, I'm, I appreciate the madness that it takes to produce genius. And so, if uh, you know, if we ever had a chance to speak with uh, uh, Sir Van Skyver again, um, if I he would, heard us, if he heard me say these things, he may not want to. Well, I mean that's uh, that's true, but I could be I way off. I, I don't could, think his wife is. Fine. I mean, I don't think that that what you're doing would be considered insulting in any way. I'd like to think that that you are more uh, questioning. You're literally you're literally wondering out loud uh, what what might have happened. And and who, you know, anybody that really cares about the character, cares about the continuity, et cetera, et cetera. You know, they have to wonder. You know, what took so long just like they wondered about legion of three worlds i mean you know what seriously very dangerous it would be great to talk to Dio and find out exactly what happened i mean was it you know was it a collaborative uh was it a collaborative issue that caused the delays you know was it was it john's and van skyver was it Dio saying no you need to change the ending of six was it van skyver saying i can't put out you know more than one (laughs) page every week i don't think we'll ever know it does make you wonder. I don't think we'll ever know. Um, I mean, I, I I would be surprised if uh, if uh, Ethan or uh, Senior Johns didn't ever want to talk about it. I just I just wonder <laughs> if no one has asked them yet. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, Ethan didn't seem like a, a very closed guy. I mean, he seemed willing to discuss you know most anything. Um, so, I mean, I just I don't know. I I. I would like to speak with him, and I would like to find out what he's doing next, and and you know what uh, what explanation you know they had, and, well, and I'm not I'm not angry about it, but the but the issue is that the the incredible length between the fourth and fifth and the fifth and sixth issues just they they had to have dampened you know the 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 urge that people were feeling to go out and get it. I mean, my guess is that, that the fifth and sixth me. issues uh, probably didn't sell nearly as well as the first couple. Just because people might have literally forgot that they were coming out. Well, and, yeah, um, yeah, I, 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 as, as a rule, series just drop off like that. It's yeah. always your height, and then right. it there's like a bell curve. When it, it definitely happened to me. I remember seeing it on the shelf and going, oh, Flash Rebirth 6th is out? Oh, I guess I'll get that, too. <laughs> you know? Now, I always uh, I keep uh, the Diamond Comics uh, <laughs> webpage um, as one of my bookmarks on the old BlackBerry. So I always uh have that black i always have that diamond page you know i've at least looked at it before i've walked in so i know what i'm getting into occasionally i'll you know leave something behind like i i left the uh the fourth part of the uh the strange uh, the doctor strange um yeah. miniseries and i think that's an interesting concept these days uh um you know the we talked months ago about you know event fatigue and this and that and I, I think there may be something to that um but i think i, I decided um somewhere along the line that 
you know, if you're going to enjoy comics, you're going to have to be okay with events. And I think it's interesting that it's not necessarily that we're getting more and more events these days. It does seem like one event, you know, leads into another, um, especially in the Marvel world. But uh, the idea that I think it's kind of cool that you're seeing more stuff come out that has a, a definite uh, end date on it. You're seeing a lot more stuff come out that might be a 12-issue run or a 6-issue run or, a, you know, because Flash Rebirth, I guess, technically was an event, but really it was just a, it was a story, you know. Um, I think it ended up being a non-event. Well, you know? I mean, it. I think the first couple issues of it were fairly eventful, no pun Red, intended. Red, but but by the time it ended, like you, like we said, you know, the story had moved on. You know, read as a as a whole. Yeah, it it reads much better because I I, I okay. read all of that. I read all six issues, and then I read Blackest Night Flash, which obviously happens after yeah, okay. uh, uh, Flash Rebirth. That still confuses me. Yeah, and um, and I still. Even having read all of that in order now, I still don't understand the whole. Yeah, like I'm not quite sure where this now this Eobard Thon is from that yeah, show up in, in. I'm not sure Rebirth how that one. Yeah, how could that be more confusing? I, I'm not sure how I can make it more confusing because he a, shows up from sometime in the future. Yeah, before he and then before he died or no, s- but after he was resurrected it was or obviously after he and, was resurrected but did we see him get resurrected or was we, this just an assumption made because he's here he had to have been resurrected at some well point? we don't know if his if his being a black lantern is the actual resurrection yeah of his body or not i mean are there the black lantern are there two of them at one point black Black There's Lantern, black, Flash, and Thawne in the yellow getup. Yes. Those are two different entities. Uh, yes. Black so, Flash. So yellow-garbed Thawne is, is a character who's literally out of time yes. at this point. And at the end of number six, Rebirth number six, they cut him off from his negative speed force. Yes. They chain him up so he can't move and reconnect with the speed force. Spoiler alert! And they, they put him in Iron Heights hanging upside down yes so he's there yeah at the same time (laughs) there's a resurrected his body is being resurrected from where it was buried back when barry broke his neck hey by the way i I, i'm sorry i I don't i'm I'm gone cross-eyed oh dear well i I don't mean confusion further death stopped anything no it's well hopefully you know i guess we've got one more issue for jeff johns to give us this promised you know, we're going to redefine what death means to DC well, Universe, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. Now, was that I'm really sorry, hang, hang on a second. Hold on. Was that, that really a that. promise, though? Was it? I think I it was. was it just I an know. assumption? I don't know. Um, that's a good question, and I'm sorry I don't have a, a solid answer for that. Um, I did think it was interesting that uh, at issue, uh, issue six of Flash Rebirth, um, did it seem to be uh, not a lazy storytelling point, but I couldn't figure out what to make of the scene where Thawne is hanging upside down in Bell Reeve, but they've put him close enough to um, I'm sorry who's the, the uh, other who's the other uh, yeah. professors in the one who lost his powers Hunter Zolomon Hunter Zolomon thank you you know what so Zoom. I thought it was interesting that they put him in a cage close enough that Hunter Zolomon could whisper to him <laughs> yes know? I thought that was like, that was extremely like, convenient if, if I'm <laughs> If I'm managing Bell Reeve Prison, I probably think that putting those two close enough together that they can Iron whisper Heights. to each other. Iron Heights. Um, Did they, you know what? Maybe, probably maybe bad policy. They probably put them alphabetical order by their yes. villain name. That's so what, the only so, way that makes sense. So who's the uh, who, who's the who, alchemist? Who leads was, up? Who leads up Bell Reeve? I mean Barney Fife. Iron Heights. Iron Heights. Sorry, but you want to know Bell Reeves? No. Who's in charge of Who's in charge of Iron Heights? I've I've now moved on from Bell Reeve. I no okay. longer care about I, I that know. one. I don't even know why I said that. 
I, I think someone was just pff, someone set me up, man. Someone but um, someone now someone tried to set me up. Yeah, I'm, I was like, <laughs> I appreciate. By the way, you taking the uh, the reins I threw down in the last episode. You're running with it, baby. About, about being sexy. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. All I can say. So it looks like the end of Flash. Uh, you and I are on the same page. There is a bunch of setup for future Flash stories in in the on in the upcoming. Yes. Um, Flash. Is it <clears throat> is it odd? One. Do you, do you think that uh, Manipul is an odd choice to be the ongoing? Um, I do because I'm not a fan artist. of his art. I I don't, I don't like his art. I, well, and it, it's interesting how different his. I mean, he's still obviously got the same layouts and, and the face. You know, the, the way the faces look and stuff. Um, but uh, how different his art looks um, in Adventure Comics versus uh, with Manipul's. Uh, excuse me, uh, with Li- Livesay's inks. And the end of the Legion of Superheroes run, which is where I was introduced to him. I don't know about you guys. But, um, yeah, it looks uh, it, it's a lot pencilier and a lot sketchier in Adventure Comics. And I wonder what we're going to get in Flash. I don't know. Uh, do we know any? Uh, do we know who, if anybody, is inking uh, Manipul's works? Um, there was a preview up on News or In Mama. Flash. <laughs> yeah, because I just, I just uh, took a brief look um, at uh, Adventure Comics 8, which came out uh, today. And oh, oh, joy of my heart! Um, I see Legion on the cover, and I'm so very happy about that. Um, but I looked at it, and it looked like as much a two-page, uh, <laughs> looks like as much a two-page stories or something. I need to uh, read this. Um, Frank, did you want? It's also read... Banner's the last stand of New Krypton, whatever the heck that means. Did you read Blackest Night Seven? Yeah. What do you think? Uh, it was pretty good. I thought the whole Luther thing came out of uh, you know Luther just. I mean. It makes sense that he would get greed happy and try to take yeah. over yeah. everything, but it also just kind of seemed to kind of derail the story or move the story in a different direction. Was it like we need to lengthen the story more? So let's have Luther call some havoc. Well, was it Blackest Night Six or was it one of the uh, Green Lantern titles that uh, that they introduced the Luther kind of getting caught up with the ring and he just kind of snaps? That was, I think it was this one, wasn't it? Well, was it, he does it, it in here. But yeah. when he first gets the ring, that was in Green Lantern issue. Yeah. Um, that was before Blackest Night number six. It did seem odd that Luther um, didn't seem to be overtaken by the ring. Uh, he he didn't seem to be. Well, he kind of he kind of was when he got the ring. No, I mean he already was. His eyes glazed over and he said, "Mine." Yeah, but he didn't really act out on it. You know, I mean he right. didn't he didn't really become a nuisance. Um, for lack of a better word, until you know, until some short time later. So it's just interesting that uh, you know. Again, I don't know if those uh, uh, did Jeff Johns just need a way to get from point A to point B and said, forget it, they'll let it slide, or or does he have a master plan? You know, why it happened that way. I'm sure he has a master plan, but <laughs> it makes it's, wonder. But it's just that. I, I just it just seemed it and not that it came out of nowhere, but it just seemed like a yeah. weird kind of tangent to take. That that they're headed the cavalry's coming in, but one yeah. guy has to kind of screw it up and I don't I don't know. It just Well, and we've already we've already found out that the cavalry's not necessarily going to help. I mean, they tried to, you know, blow up the black power ring and they just fed it. Mm-hmm. You know, very much like uh you know the uh They're definitely making things worse. Which is which is interesting. I mean, and it's a cool twist because you kind of assume that, well, this is clearly where the story's going. Um, yeah, and the, uh, the, the big twist in uh, Blackest Night 7, I thought, was uh, I'm still trying to figure out exactly why that's just earth-shaking, no pun intended, 
Um, but it was a cool revelation. I, 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 it's nice to see them take, you know, 40, 50 odd years of back history and kind of turn it on its head in a logical way. Talking about the Guardian secret? Indeed, yes, I am. Which is that the Earth is the home of life and not Not Oa. Oa. Yeah. Well, and and it's cool. Jeff Johns, one of the the things Jeff Johns is so darn good at is, is, is reordering the way the universe works and doing it in a way that is really logical. Because, you know, has anybody besides me ever wondered, I mean, I'm sure you have, but why is Earth the epicenter of so much, you know, traffic in the universe? I mean, you know, we obviously don't get, you know, comic books produced on People write the planet Cord or, or whatever. But, mm-hmm. but well, you know, it's clearly implied in, you know, in the DC universe that Earth is the hot spot of the universe. Yeah. Even though it's... You know, it's on a small backwater planet. It's nowhere near the center of the universe. It's not, you know, well, you know, whatever, not whatever. Technology, tech, yeah, I mean, it's, other. You know, it, it seems like an odd choice to be basically the epicenter of the entire universe. Earth does? Earth, yes. Well, people write what they know about. Yeah. And let's face it, would you rather but, read about Earth being the center so, of everything? Or so would do you, you rather think that, read about well, some th- planet you've never heard of being the center well, of everything. Well, you know, do you think that there are random planets out there in our galaxy on the other side of the galactic cluster or whatever on the other side of the universe where there just happen to be, you know, sentient life and well there's a whole, you know, boatload of superheroes. I mean, we know there's manhunters and guardians and you know, well, there's yeah, I mean, they're, it, they're, it just takes someone to to write that story. I mean, there's lots of sci-fi out there that takes yeah, place on but, other planets. But we, do you too think that that planets being full of superheroes and being nexi for cosmic events happens all over the universe or just on earth or predominantly on earth okay because that's what i'm saying i'm saying they i'm saying that that question okay say say it one more time okay i think that the earth is a is a basically a universal magnet for trouble and superheroism. You talking about in real life or in the DC? I'm universe? talking about in the DC universe. Okay. Because they clearly have, made, and, and I, I understand that the comic book is produced. Comic books by DC are produced on Earth for Earthlings. I get that, but you know the inference I believe is that you know, and and they've you know, they, you know I don't I don't have an issue to pull out of well, my hat, I'll, but I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, they have intimated I, I the answer a number of times that, that there's more action on Earth than there is pretty much anywhere else in the universe. Well, let's see. Uh, uh, you and know, people have wondered con- why. It's continuity. That's why. It's because, you know, before there was a DC universe, there was Superman coming to Earth. There yeah. was Batman born here. There were all these heroes. And by no means did they ever mean for it to get this. You know, I don't think the guys who, who started these right. comic books ever thought that, hey, we're going to be an industry amongst ourselves in 50, 70, 80 years. No, well, clearly, there's yeah, no way they didn't. Yeah. So it's just kind of grown from that. Well, yeah, it's been a, it's been I a, mean, look, look, a pretty uh, organic yeah. growth, yes. But, but, uh, but I mean, look at something like, like Star Wars. That's a, that's, a, that's a universe. There is no Earth involved. And essentially, there, there are warriors. Well, I, you know, I think Star Wars. Superhero, super heroic warriors, but mm-hmm. that's where their continuity started. Well, I think super, a, Star, uh, Star Wars clearly happens in our universe. Because it says the beginning of every stinking movie a long, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far, far away. So, hey, that's okay. that's all you need. It's in our universe. Okay. It's, it's just it's, the story happened, you know, long ago in a galaxy far away. So that's so. the nexus of, of that activity. Well, that's the nexus of that. Maybe, you know, that's that's the story of one galaxy. Yeah. But that galaxy could be, well, you know, compared to our galaxy, could be, they have spaceships. They have galaxy could be six billion light years from here. Yeah. 
You know, I mean, it's just you know, those are just it, stories. It just but depends where the continuity started. But, well, it, it would be different if in the Star Wars universe there was one planet in the Star Wars galaxy that was home to you know a thousand superheroes, and no other planet could lay Cor- claim to that. Cor- Corazon, it has all the Jedi's on them. It has everyone always ends up on Corazon because yeah. because that's where the Sith go. That's where. The nexus of that universe is that's the capital. Yeah, okay, of you're making a little bit of a good point there. It depends where the continuity starts. You know, I, I still yeah. don't think Coruscant is important to their universe. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm a big fan of uh, uh, the Foundation books, and and uh, you know, and I've, I've always thought that it's odd that Trantor and Coruscant are basically the exact same planet. Down you, to, what's, I mean, Lucas stole that so hard. Coruscant from Isaac is Asimov. in the core of the, He's rolling of over the his grave. What and, what what is the uh, capital the of, of the Dune universe? Well, there's, uh, I mean, I, I guess it's, there's not really one. It becomes the most important planet in the universe, but it's not where the Emperor, Padishah the Fourth, you know, was deposed. But that's where everything centers it. But there's a planet where everything centers, centers around. Yeah. Um, so you see, it's just, I mean, it, it just depends on, on where the continuity, where they decide to start the continuity. Yeah, but I, I, maybe I'm not making myself no. You are making well yourself clear. clear. It's, just, it's just in the DC universe, everything always happens. Because Earth is where yeah, because all I, the activity happens. Yeah, everything because, always comes back yeah, to Earth. Because I, I love you guys, but neither one of you have even tried to answer that question: yes or no. Sorry, Wait, it wasn't a yes or no question. You've been. It, do, you, <laughs> do you think? Do you think that the Earth is the epicenter of our universe? Of the DC universe. Of the DC, yes, of course, of the DC universe. Yes. 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 Okay. All right. Well, good. So wait a second. Hold on. We just had like a 20, 15-minute conversation uh-huh. for a simple yes or no question. That's how I do it. How are we supposed to stretch this show to 30 minutes? <laughs> if you don't have me. I can't me. work under these conditions. I want to die for it. I want my mommy right now. I'm tapping my fingers because... Bill, you you have the best way of just making <laughs> the simplest things the most complicated things. Ah. The last episode, you you spent twenty minutes trying to convince me to get a lynx. That was your big revelation was for me to get a lynx. Yeah. Oh, oh god, that was great advice. Oh, Lord, and frankly, just... I'd forgotten about that already. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Professor. Thank you, Professor. She's the pro- totally the professor just agreed. Tell she's She's clearly on my side. Who's clean? Zoe's, Zoe's clean. clean. Way to go, girl. Hey, wethead, towel off, eh? I, <laughs> I okay. That's I want to talk to Bob and Doug McKenzie. That's all I want to call up. Can we do that? I don't have their phone number. Dang it. You could make it so, up. Frank, research it. Why don't Pause you make it up? Something. Oh, here it is. Pause your five, five, five. Pause your Why don't we boop, dial it? Boop, 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 boop. Oh, okay, you got it. Uh, uh, hey, dudes. Hey. We can call hey, somebody. Hey, what's up, eh? Yeah. Want to call somebody? Hey, zoom in on me, eh? Hey. Yo, How you z- doing? I'm zoom Bob. Zoom in. Zoom in. Okay. We hey, can Bob. Doug. hey, Bob. It's just, hey, Bob, this is, a, this is a podcast. You can't, you know, there's no cameras. Oh, Okay, well, uh, uh, pot me up, eh? Hey, uh, I get that. Know, That's hey, a joke. A, hey, he's, he's a hoser. Hey, hey boy, this is take, take this off. Is, this um, is comedy gold. <laughs> this is just. This is why we won the Radio Wayne Award a couple years ago because <laughs> of this. Uh, a lead into a real call, though. Once again, plans are afoot. 
and unfolding before our very eyes. Hello? June Bob. Who? June Bob. Is this Mrs. June Bob? Uh, you have the wrong number. Sorry, ma'am. Our apologies. Yeah, I dialed the wrong number. I love you. Is she, is she gone? Yeah, she's gone. She we should have talked to her. She hung up. We should have said what's going on. You know, we should have found out if she likes comic books. I'll bet she would have said yes. She sounded really erudite. She, she, she sounded lovely, didn't yeah, she? She did. What? Huh? Imagine being married to that. What do you what? want? <laughs> By the way, I produced a, uh, along with another producer at work, a mm-hmm. very K.A. Uh, comic book spot. For, uh, Jim Bob. Really? Yeah. Jim hey. Bob. Yay. Is this... It's Jim Bob. Is this Jim Bob? We're yeah, good. This is Jim Bob. Are you in a wind tunnel or something? What's going on? No, Can you describe the wind tunnel? Bob. What does the wind tunnel look yeah, like? Yeah, the wind Jim tunnel. Bob? It's called Longview. Um, what's wrong with your is phone? There a lot of noise? Why do you sound far away? Who is this? Are you on a speakerphone? No, sir. Are you on a headset? Yeah, is the headset not doing well? Dude, it sounds better now. You need to you need to relax on him. I mean, he's in Longview, Texas. He's probably on top of a telephone pole right now. (laughs) I I don't get it. Is that a joke? I don't get it. Huh? I don't get it. My goodness, Brad! I'm going to have to reintroduce (laughs) you to 20th century pop culture. Frank, do you get it? Yeah, Uh, yeah, because he's poor, and you would have to hook wires up to a phone. Were was were they poor in Green Acres? No, they couldn't live in the city if they'd wanted to. In fact, they did. And she decided she wanted to stay in the city, but he wanted to move back to the country. So that's what they did. Is this another yes or no question? Have you ever seen Green Acres? I don't yes. remember them crawling up on a telephone pole. You don't remember no. him having to crawl up on top of a telephone pole to make calls? No. Good sweet Lord. I don't know how much more disappointed I could be. Because, I, you know, this is not... This is not Aristotelian, uh, you know, logic puzzles I'm throwing I at you guys here. I love that kind of positivity. June Bob, how are so you, man? <laughs> let's, uh, I'm doing good. Let's reconnect with the positivity, though, with June Bob, who we love. What's What's going on? Oh, I, I've just been, uh, man, I've been uh, busier than a one-legged river dancer. Wow. Oh, that's, that's pretty busy. That's a lot of repetitions, oh, man. One-legged river dancer. Now, did you just did you write that down? Yeah, did before? you make I mean, that did you, up? Did you make that up, or do you have like a whole bunch of, like, oh, what will I say today? I'm you busier than great, dude. a beaver in a furniture store? No, I won't say that one. Am I, uh, well, no, actually, I, I was actually going to suggest that we do a, a quick round of... Uh, uh, everybody besting each other with the uh, busier than statement. All right. Well, oh we got to go. All right. So I just threw mine out. Busier than a uh, than a uh, beaver in a furniture store. Wow. Granted, the furniture's made of wood. I guess it uh, maybe one of those uh, nude furniture stores. Yeah. There right. Because you, you don't have to all that all that uh, uh, all the 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 stuff they put on the wood, you know, to make it shiny and different yeah. colors. The stain and lacquer and stuff. Yeah, it can't be good for you. No, you're probably a lot better off just going with the naked wood, yeah. just the raw pine wood, yeah, or ash <laughs> or aspen or you know, okay, whatever. So you're what into. busier then? What am I busier than? Yeah. After you, after you. <laughs> no, I asked you first. <laughs> Ladies first. 
busier than a count attacks time. Busier than a service merchandise employee the day before Christmas. Wow, that's I like that. Busier than a Gentile. I got one. In what is it? I got one. I'm I'm busier than Ethan Van Skyver updating my Facebook account. Okay. <laughs> now, June, Bob, you'll have to listen to the episode to get that reference, or you may have already gotten it. I don't know. No, no, I, I didn't get no, that. Listen to the show earlier. June, Bob, you are the Jim Nance of uh, the Half Hour Wasted Universe, and we appreciate that. So, June, now, Bob, I'm I'm setting a record this episode for references that other people don't yeah. get. We have no idea. Uh, okay. It started last. It started last episode with episode 162. We have. This is episode 162. Except for last week's episode 162. No, last week's episode was not <laughs> an episode. It, it doesn't count as... I, I tell you, though, each time when you guys didn't have an episode and you had a statement, yeah. that was one of the most precious episodes you guys ever had. Oh, I like that it was... So you listen to last week, then? Let me ask you, June Bob, about the first 90 seconds of last week's whatever it was. Did you like that or oh, not? please. Uh, well, um, I actually liked it. It was you know? sexy, wasn't it? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 yeah, yeah, it was sexy. It's okay it to say yeah. it. It's not a bad word. In fact, it's a, I think it's a good word. Mm. Are you going to say good night? I think that word is Zoe good. wants to say good night. Say good night, Zoe. Right. Good night, Zoe. Right. Love you, Say good night, June Bob. Good morning and good night. Oh, that was Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> wow. She's recently been practicing to be a news anchor. So, hey, um, that actually, that just sounded like a Geico uh, commercial. <laughs> she has been watching too much TV lately. That's that's uh, our fault as parents. Dang, I promised the professor I wouldn't tell. Oh well. It's too late now. Cat's out of the bag. We don't have a dump button on this show, do we? Oh, no. speaking of which, I'll be right back. Hey. Okay. Hey. Boom. Frank, I got that reference. Frank, call up the list of uh, Oscar nominations. I've got them oh, right here, dude. Oh, you do? Okay. I've got every nomination available. Hey, June Bob. Yes. Hey, June Bob. Yes, sir. Have you seen Avatar? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Did, hey, you, did you like it? Do they have 3D in East Texas? Yeah. yeah. Did they have TV in East like Texas? Sweet. Did they have color in East Texas? Be honest. Uh, well, I watched it in San Antonio. Hey, did you have to sit right? In, oh, I dang it. IMAX. I was going to ask if you had to sit right in the center of the screen to see the color. But <laughs> we used to have to do that with my friend Jeff yeah. Human Torch's uh, old oh, yeah. L, L, uh, projection <laughs> TV, the big box thing. Oh, heck yes. Well, so, you guys are actually talking about Avatar now. Well, we're, we're gonna we're gonna go over the list of the top. What is it now? It's ten movies. There's oh, ten of these stinking yeah. things. So read them one at so, a time, and we'll okay. all chime in as to whether this, we've seen them or not. This is an alphabetical order, by the way. Okay. Uh, Movie number one is Avatar. June Bob, seen it? Yes, I've seen it. Bill, seen it? Yeah. Frank, saw it. Brad, no. Next, you haven't seen Avatar. Not Did, seen Avatar. I'm sorry, Frank. What'd you say? Yeah. You have okay. Movie number two. Um, it was well, um, it Avatar. Was okay, it was it was extremely. We're okay. not here to talk about them. Right I thought now. it was okay. Technologically, we, it was we, a marvel. We already talked about it. Yeah, we we did. We we, we, we did. briefly yeah. mentioned movie it. number two. 
uh, The Blind Side. Speaking of two. By Alicorn Entertainment Production. Is you produced Bob, by did you Warner see Brothers. Blind Side. That's the one with Sandra Bullock. Oh, is that the football movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. Bill, did you see it? No. Frank, see Heck it? No. Which one? The Blind Side. Pay attention. Which one was that? The football movie. Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock football oh, movie. Oh, yeah. Did you well, see it? No. no. Brad no. didn't see it either. It's not. No, wait. Him. No, wait. I'm Frank. I think I did see it. It obviously made the I think I did see the kid, movie. She adop- does she adopt the black kid? Oh, no, wait. That isn't where she chases that guy that no. she's in love with? Football movie, Frank. No, that's the one oh. where they have to use the three seashells and Sylvester Stallone doesn't understand no, what's going on. No, that's Demolition Man, the greatest action movie ever now, made. Now, if Demolition Man came out 3D... I'd be all over Okay, movie number three. Okay, now movie number three, District 9. Haven't seen it. June Bob, see it? it You're going out of order. Man, I'm sorry. June Bob, see it? I've seen it. Bill? Um, no. I've got the Blu-ray. I've got the Blu-ray disc on top of my speaker as we speak. Did you see it? Which one is it? District 9. But what is it one of the aliens come down and, man. Prawns. Prawns. (laughs) About the prawns? Prawns. The Remember the, the alien ship is hovering Oh, yeah. No, I never saw that. Was that any yeah. good? Brad saw yeah, they're, they're it. They're huge. Brad freaking loved it. They're huge calamari. Bronze. That's that's the twist, is that they're actually calamari. Oh, they're I edible. like the way that guy says <laughs> yeah. bronze. Yeah, they're edible. So no, It's a very good movie. I liked it okay. very much. Uh, I expect to like it very much, um, and I can't wait to see it one of these days. Next movie. An Education. Um, an education? That's an the name of the educa- movie? Education. June Bob, see um, it? That, gosh. No, I haven't Bill? seen it. I'm Frank? trying to remember who's Look, I want to know what it's about before I say if I, I saw it. I want to say that was one of those How Kate Winslet type I could have very movies. well have seen it, but just don't remember. I see a lot of movies, and I don't remember the I names. never saw it. Uh, was that, that wasn't like Kate Winslet or something, was it? Next movie. I guess we're, we're spent too long. Next movie, The Hurt Locker. <gasps> oh, needs to be determined. June Bob, did you see it? Nope. I have not seen it either. I Frank, love the title. I wanted to see it. I I remember, let me back up. I remember wanting to see it, mm-hmm. but I don't remember what it was about. It's about uh, unexploded one, bomb technician that's dudes That's the one in Iraq. That, that I do remember wanting to see, but not seeing, but it Is that the one, the, very the bomb? Yeah. The squ- bomb, tech, bomb squad? Yeah, with Jeremy, in Iraq, what's his name? They Jeremy Irons? No, he's a younger guy. Third loss. Oh, yeah. What was that, sir? Quit yelling at us. Oh, am I yelling at you guys now? You were just a minute ago. Uh, it's just your... Did I sound like a stuck uh, pig? It wasn't yeah. that bad. Grease pig at a county fair. <laughs> the Hurt Locker was like Speaking the bomb of which, squad guy. Yeah, it was a bomb squad, dudes. Yeah, I want to see that. I wanted Is to that see still it in the theater? Okay, I, I don't know. Uh, the next movie. Uh, next. Inglorious Bastards with an E. So it's Jim Bob, totally okay see to it? say. Yes, I have seen it. Oh, yeah. Okay. I've, I've not. I've heard people say it's the best movie of the year. Frank, Quentin Tarantino's Inglorious Bastards. That's the one with the Nazis, right? Yes. Yes, I Nazis. did see that. That was actually really good. I didn't see We're it. We're here to do one thing. Kill Nazis. That has the funniest line I've seen in a movie all year. And nine, it's one nine, nine, nine. No. Yes, and it's yes, one yes, word. yes. It's one word, and if I give it away, it's not a bad word, but if I give it away, it ruins Don't. the okay, joke. Okay, well. Because I haven't then, seen it yet. Then, uh, okay, cool. So we're not going to ruin it, that joke it, then. But here's what you got to know. I do want, that's, that's in my queue, shall all we say. All you got to know is, it's hello. It's, it's Quentin Tarantino, All you got to right? know is, 
Quentin Tarantino? America, America wins. Yes, it's Tarantino's return to great filmmaking. I apparently. haven't liked the majority of, of his movies. Yeah, but this is not like... Uh, this is pretty different. Yeah, this is it's not... It's much yeah. better than... What was that car Brad movie Pitt he did? Yeah, Brad Pitt's Death actually proof. a really good actor, though. Sorry. Yeah, Death it's proof. way better than Death Proof. Oh, my way gosh. Well, that, that, was, that was Tarantino just kind of making himself happy you know that, had, that had a really cool shot in the diner though that lasted eight minutes when they were talking ain't seen it it's pretty yeah was, i did it is right. awesome to see directors uh force those Next long movie. shots uh precious anybody know That's, about that yeah, well it's the it's the movie about the uh about the the, the poor girl uh, inner city girl who's just abused and neglected in the most heinous of ways oh you know what that was, did you see it? that was based on a book called push yeah that i i started reading when it came out the book is actually so much better June Bob, okay. did you see but it? i never saw the movie so i can't judge it no yeah no Bill? i it can't no of course not no frank um i read the book you read the I, book? I read half the book half the book yeah uh next is the it. uh the cohen brothers uh serious man a serious man was that with um matt damon no uh, I don't believe that? so. Serious man, Jim Bob, did you see that? Uh, it's a serious man. No, Bill. Uh, no, no, I haven't Frank, seen it. No, I didn't see it either. I don't know. I don't even know what it's about. Next movie. I like the Conan Brothers stuff. So. Ah, start it. You know what? I think I've only liked one Coen Brothers movie. And I Raising Arizona? Yes. It's the serious? greatest movie ever made. That's the, the only Coen Brothers movie I've ever liked. The Name no, another Coen Brothers movie. And that is I, the greatest movie ever made. Name not, another Coen Brothers movie. Right I'm not now. like a... Um, okay. Actually, I've never seen um, the one with George Clooney. Uh, oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Never saw it. Okay. Oh, the music and it's fun. I like the music. The music's great. Name another movie. Coen yeah. Brothers movie. Uh, well, uh, A Serious Man... Uh, um, What's that one oh, about? Are you kidding me? They're not going to list the stinking star of the movie first? Or was there not a star in this movie? Oh, my goodness. Jim Bob, did you like Raising Arizona? The greatest movie ever made. Like uh, I watched it twice, and I, 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 the jury's still out on it. I think yeah. my sense of uh, humor has changed since, you know, yeah. since then, and I will probably appreciate it now. Back then, I, I really didn't. I didn't know if I really enjoyed it or not. Yeah, Turn to the right. Okay, so... Turn to the right. So, you ever seen... Did you ever see Blood Simple? No. Did you ever see Miller's Crossing? No. Barton Fink? No. The Hudsucker Proxy? No. Fargo? The Big Fargo Lebowski? Don't Big Lebowski sucked. No, I do not wrong. understand um, Barton Fink. Okay. You, can you explain Barton Fink to no, me? No, because I haven't seen it in a long Fargo, time. If I remember I right, that was very sucked. If all. I remember right, Barton Fink was kind of uh, was kind of Lynchian uh, almost. It was. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, brother, where art thou? Uh, the man who wasn't there. That was with Billy Bob Thornton. Um, that in, one was in 3D. Intolerable it? cruelty. Uh, the Lady Killers. Uh, no country for old men. Of Lady course, Killers that was, was their, so sad. Uh, you know, I, I we saw Lady Killers and it made so little impression on me. I don't remember it. We did we did? Um, it was just a fluff movie. It was odd. Uh, no Country for Old Men. It wasn't even fluff. That movie had some. Did you ever see Old No Country for Old Men? No. I'm not. I'm it's not. It's the a one where they McCarthy have to. Where those two guys but, are real old and they want to do all those things before they die. Right. No, that's the that's bucket the bucket list. list. Yeah, that one was good. <laughs> you're you're not very smart. Who was in that? Next movie. That was uh, a Coen Brothers movie. Burn no. after reading. Which I've tried to sit through a couple times and just couldn't make it through. Brad you know what? Pitt, right? Yeah. Well, it's, movie, it's an ensemble cast. Don't don't pin it on Brad Pitt. That movie. Jim Bob, did has, you ever see Burn After like Reading? Two funny scenes in it yeah. that are probably the funniest things you will ever see. In a yes. movie. Jim Bob, did you ever see Burn After Reading? Uh, which what's the 
title again? Burn After Reading. Came out. No, uh, I did not. Came Bill, out did you last see it? Year? Oh, oh, that's wait. the one with uh, what Brad yeah. Pitt in it. Yes. I've seen most okay. of it. Yeah, no, I did it's, not. It's not bad. It's not offensive in any way, but I just couldn't. Uh, I just couldn't make myself watch me? the whole thing. George Clooney's invention. <laughs> Frank, Do you remember his you invention? Yeah, it's worth seeing for no, George Clooney's invention. He was in Burn After Reading. Yes, was he and, like a cameo? Yes, no. Oh, he's okay. he's part of the, he's he a main, major main role guy? in that. Okay, movie. next yeah. movie. Uh, next movie is Up. Up. Isn't June Bob, did you see it? Amazing. That movie got nominated for best Oscar. Not at all. Okay. It's not at all amazing. Um, I saw it. June Bob, did you did you see it? Oh you, yeah, I, I did. Right. Did you, you see like it? I, I own it on Blu-ray, and I wish I had never spent that twenty bucks. It did you was see it? surprisingly disappointing. It I think it was one of the best movies I've ever really? seen. Like really? That's <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's no, it's really good. Um, I mean, it's, Dude, it's a decent it's movie. Got, it's got talking dogs. Yeah. Okay. Squirrel. The talking dog is is the only thing that keeps me from it's got a to flying kill house. myself when I see that. And it's got a sappy love story. The sappy love story makes you want to rip your own heart out of your chest and you stop have no soul. just to get rid of the freaking suffering. You have no soul. I have a great deal of soul, which is why Professor, I hate the first 20 minutes of that movie. Professor, come here. We've discussed this before, and Professor, I'm about to be proved right again. Professor, come here. I don't want to say it again. I've said it three times. Does your husband have a soul or not? That's a very, very hard movie for oh. us to watch. So that's oh. it. So look at each other sobbing. So we were dabbing tears out of each other's eyes. In reality, you are so ashamed that you have feelings. You're embarrassed. That you're embarrassed. I've never tried to hide the fact that I actually have feelings occasionally. Mommy Caesar's yelling for you. You're embarrassed. I'm not embarrassed. You, you were embarrassed. I'm embarrassed that you got I'm, emotional at that movie. If I was embarrassed about it, I would never have brought it up. Like to feel bad, and that movie made him feel bad. Yes, I despise movies that make you want to wrench out your own heart. Okay, hey, I hey, do Bill. not like Bill. weepy. I, I'm on record as not liking weepy dramas. Okay, Bill. and Bill. the first 20 minutes of that movie was about as heart wrenching as an animation could ever be. Bill, yes. You, hey, look. Yeah. Just, just think about it this way. You, uh, you made it out. Uh, of that little town Oklahoma, in Oklahoma, and you know you and your loved one is in the uh, the promised land. So good point. You know, your dream home. So there's no reason for you no. to feel bad. Did, did anybody your story happen? So you guys you did. It. You guys did see that movie, right? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. So you no, understand. You understand why I think the first twenty minutes of that movie is so stinking heart wrenching that it's hard to take, much less watch. Right? You don't you don't say take like that to me. Up. You say take up. up. No, I I don't actually. It was it was very adventurous, but the first about twenty minutes was eh. was very sad. <laughs> Zoe, was it sad? Yeah, Zoe, did you like the? Um, it was a beautiful, <laughs> beautiful movie. It was. Yeah, I mean, it was it was well done, but the story seemed very kind of. You're angry at the filmmakers, aren't you? No, I just don't think it's the best thing Pixar's ever done. I think it's still better than anything, well, well, any th- other th- animation th- This isn't an award done. for the best movie ever made by Pixar. This is the best movie of the well, year. Well, I mean, if, if I don't understand why, you know, 
I mean, I get that there are ten movies being nominated this year, and there have only been five ever in the past, mm-hmm. and they've they've you know rarely have ever even considered putting an animated movie into the uh, best picture uh, of Beauty the year. And the Beast. That's what I'm saying. Rarely, I know it's happened. Yeah, yeah Disney's had a couple of them. Yeah, yeah, and and I, and I get that, and that's okay. Now, Beauty and the Beast, that was not a good movie. I mean, you know. I it, think at the time it was. Yeah, I mean, it was I mean, okay. They, well, were they the giving it, cha- were they giving it pass because they used stinking computers for the first time in a Disney movie? Yeah, I thought the story, I thought it was the music was nice. And, it was okay. And, and I, I thought the voice acting thought, was, was pretty good. But yeah, you know, I thought Ron changed. Perlman and Linda Hamilton were better, frankly. Next movie. Uh, next movie was Up in the Air, speaking of George Clooney. Oh, I never saw it. June, did you see it? No. What it's so funny over there? He's I, he's glad he actually George Clooney, talk. I, I have a problem with George Clooney, so I, I actually avoid a lot of his movies. And I so how come you don't like him? Why, why don't I like him? Yeah, are you? Just, I I just I, I don't like his. Uh, it, it's just a personal thing for me. Uh, I have a problem with his little nod that he does, uh, where he tilts his head and he does that little, uh, you know, split second shake of his head before he speaks and um, when he finishes the sentence. And uh, wow, you're uh, very specific. <laughs> yes. I mean that is and, so like. Well, it, 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 I. I don't think it stood out to me that bad until when he was in a Batman, you know, Batman costume. Oh dear heavens! Well, thank I mean, you. That was... Even even with the Batman costume, his head, you know, shaking thing happened, and I. That was just a paycheck then, to him. I just hey, uh, June Bob, I'm so on your side. The the thing that that I couldn't take George Clooney after he in his Batman cowl looks down at the bad guy and says, "Can you help me?" or whatever it was he said. He's just like. You know, will you help me? I think that was a line. It's just like, please, well, but dude. That's, that's not his fault. You, that's the great Joel Schumacher. Now, I'll tell you one thing. George Wait, Clooney. Sarcasm. In, that is the great Joel Schumacher. In, in, sarcasm. in the cowl, he looked just like Batman should. Now, out of out of costume, you know, as Bruce Wayne, he was very, very lightweight. He was a good he, – he looked – he. I would believe he was a Bruce Wayne. Yeah, but he didn't bring the gravitas – you know, he, he, you know, Bruce Wayne was never that cavalier. I mean, I guess the airs he put on, but, you know, you got the impression yeah. deep down side. I, I, he was, yeah. he was George Clooney. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't George Clooney playing Bruce Wayne. It was Bruce Wayne uh, as George Clooney, if that distinction makes any sense to anybody but me. Next well, movie. Uh, that was yeah. last movie. I'd like to go back to Up for a second. Okay. Okay. Uh, the first 20 minutes of that movie, uh, there's what? Three words spoken. And basically, the entire the entire twenty minutes tells you the life story of this couple, as they meet, and and you know he's awkward, uh, she's adventurous, uh, he falls in love for whatever reason she loves him. That's great. Um, they commit to a life with each other, and they're very happy with each other. But the heartbreak comes in as you see the fact that it becomes real obvious that their dreams of moving to the falls are never going to happen as they keep having to break the piggy bank over and over again. And you can tell that it's something that, that both of them are hurt by, but there's nothing they can do about it. So they keep the stiff upper lip and, you know, they, they still have love for each other. And so it's a sacrifice that they make over and over again, but it doesn't affect their love for each other. 
And the fact that he goes on that adventure after his wife dies, I think I'm about to start tearing up right now just thinking about it. That, that is freaking heart-wrenching. I mean, uh, Pixar has come out with some great movies, um, you know, but, you know, the beginning of finding, you know, why the kids' movie has to try and do that to people whenever possible, I, I just, I understand that there's no drama without conflict. I understand that dynamic, okay? So, so don't call in, you know, anybody and, and get me for that. Um, but why the conflict has to be so brutal, I just, I don't get. I mean, why did that movie, you know, that movie would have been a much happier movie had he gone on the adventure with his wife. You know, there's no reason why well, she had to. Well, it probably to... would not have been as, as interesting oh my of gosh. a movie. I mean, I, it's still uh, a, the, the, the whole point of the movie was the was the adventure, was the exploration. You know, and it, it ended up turning into, you know, the, the, the last act of the movie was an action sequence, which was weird for Pixar. It, it became less intel it became think less about, intelligent think about all think about all the toy stories or the two toy stories okay. they have action scenes at the very end yeah. think about um, well i mean monsters inc has an action story at the end but yeah. it, but, it's, but i mean you know monsters inc you know so there's does, there's more uh, humanity in monsters inc life? than there is in you know and the in, i just you know i just i just don't think that movies need to do that to us you know i mean you know the the parent doesn't always have to die in the Disney movie. Well, they do. No, they I'm do. I'm saying That's they shouldn't the have to. Yeah, and the and the formula, you know, well, well then, Simba. Well, and, and what Disney movie? You know, I don't know. Has there ever been a good Disney movie that wasn't stolen from the Grimm brothers? Anybody? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Escape from Witch Mountain. Thank you. Okay, you win. Hey, Bill. I return yeah. to Witch Mountain. I- I totally understand where you come from on that, but you know you do have to take into you know take into consideration that um, had you know had his wife not passed away, I, I truly don't believe the old person, the old man. Him. Yeah. Well, uh, well, the, the eventually the, he... old, the old man will never never have even given on you know having gone on the adventure. Yes. Never have found the room, you know found the room in his heart to go ahead and, uh, you know, let that little boy into his life. Yeah, I mean, but the little boy, I mean, I, I get your point. The little boy, though, was played as, as mere comic relief. It wasn't any kind of, you know... No! It, it wasn't did you a, not watch a, it till the end? Excuse me? Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, he does, end. he shows up and he basically becomes, you know, big brother. You know, which is completely, totally, wickedly cool. Um, and, and, yeah, I understand that the... the no, he becomes a father figure and a grandpa. Yeah, that the child never really had. I meant like you know, big brother, little brother, kind of you know, you know, yeah, you know, the, the, uh-huh. I'm sorry, I was exactly. thinking about the organization, but yes, um, yeah, I mean, I, I get that. I just, I just don't think you know. You look at uh, Monsters Inc. You look at The Incredibles. You look at some of the you know some of my favorite you know animated movies you know of of the past fifteen twenty years, and they didn't need to have uh, you know conflict that was that you know gut wrenching. So, you know, I mean, I'm not mad at, at you know, Pixar for, for doing that. I mean, I understand yes, that. Yes, you are. No, I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that I put up uh, very definitely in the bottom half of my personal list of Pixar movies. And, and I'm not really happy that they did that. You know, it, it doesn't mean that, that it wasn't a, a good movie. 
I just I find it odd that uh, you know that Up was mon- nominated for Best Motion Picture of the Year. I mean, I just it, it's well, the they same did thing. Have where, ten movies. Well, it's know. the same would thing. Would it have where, made it if it was five? You think? Uh, no, there's no way in heck uh, it would have been in the animated. I mean, that's why they expanded to ten movies so they could put stuff like Up, you know, in and there. District Nine and, and Education never would have been you know, Avatar. Avatar never would have gotten nominated. Yeah, you know? no, I think and, it would have. Well, it might have gotten nominated surely because of the economic impact of the movie, but it wouldn't have gotten nominated for Best Picture because of the was writing du- of the was movie. Was Dark Knight That's nominated true. for Best Picture? I think it was. What do you think, June Bob? Which one was nominated? Dark Knight. Was Was Dark Knight nominated for Best Picture? I believe so, wasn't it? I thought so, too. Um, but Dark Knight was, Dark Knight was, yeah, that was a good movie. Um yeah, so I, I don't know. You know, I, I think that this is one of those things where kind of like you had, you know, this is this is my humble opinion, of course. So, you know, feel free to disagree with me. But, you know, Peter Jackson wins the Oscar for Return of the King, which was ridiculous when um, Fellowship of the Ring was one of the greatest movies made in our lifetime. And Return of the King sure. was just a three, uh, you know, four hour long action sequence. I mean, yeah, it, it was a wrap up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Fellowship was actually a movie with a story. And, you know, uh, the third movie was just a special effects, you know, hack him up. Um, you know, I, and I think that that movie, you know, that nod was given to Peter Jackson. It was basically kind of a, a, a lifetime achievement award uh, spanning those, you know, that trilogy of movies. Yeah. They realized that they should have given it to him for Fellowship. Or, or there just was no better, you know, there's no better movie that year. I don't remember who um, uh, Return of the King beat out for Best Picture, but I, I was just, I was stunned when uh, when it was considered the Best Picture of the year. And, and, you know, again, darn good movie. You know, I'm not trying to take anything away from it. I just don't think it's the Best Picture of the year. Well, just you know, like I, I don't think that Up is the Best Picture of the year. I, I almost wonder well, if it's it's the first two. Yes, sir. Let me let me just say this one part. Okay. I, I, think, I think you're actually proving... The point why it actually, you know, should have gotten the and you know gotten the nod for the uh, best picture up, as, you know, considering the fact that you know uh, they took a you know medium of an animated movie which was you know normally regarded as just you know only for you know children, but you know as you know the way your reaction you know proves that you know regardless it wasn't even you didn't even have live actors, but just the story in itself. It's not that you thought it was horribly done or horribly written or horribly executed or directed or the sound was horrible or any of that. You are truly reacting to what the, uh, you know, the writer and the director of making of those films wanted you to feel and, you know, and you connect it. And, in fact, in connecting with it, you know, you're so overwhelmed, you know, with that emotion that you actually, you know, detest that movie. So I don't, I don't know, you know, I don't know if you can say that it doesn't, you know, deserve to it. I think you're actually one of the biggest, uh, you know, reason why, uh, you know, it should be a best, you know, picture. Well, I, I, um, to respond to that, I mean, my kind of what I was leading up to there in my winding way was that I think Up is kind of a lifetime achievement award for you know, Pixar, um, Pixar films, um, because they've had so many movies that were so much better. I mean, you know, again, Monsters Inc., Incredibles, you know, just rattle off the list. Uh, Finding Nemo. But, they, but, um, but the Academy has done this before. They did it with well, Scorsese this in is the last fir- movie. This is the first chance they've they had. Is that what he got? I mean, that was not an Oscar Oh, so you're talking about uh, uh, the yeah, last I mean, they're, they're Scorsese always, flick. Yeah, they're always yeah, the giving awards to, to 
people that are deserving, but y- you know maybe they yeah. missed their opportunity. So I think that's a very good point. Um, so yeah, it just seems to me this is the first chance that the Academy has had to allow an animated movie, uh, at least recently, into the best motion picture of the year uh, uh, discussion. And Up was the most worthy film of the year to be in that discussion. And so I think they kind of gave it to them. You know, also, you know, I think Pixar has gotten to the point, and they deserve this, but Pixar has gotten to the point where they basically get a free pass for anything they do, no matter what it is. And I don't think they've let us down yet. I mean, I think that Cars... Cars was fun, but lightweight fluff. Um, you know, I, I didn't like Cars very much. I mean, I my my kid, you know, Sage is is enraptured by that movie. I mean, I think it was okay. I mean, it was it was nothing, you know. But so I don't know. I, I'm ready for Pixar to come back, you know, with another Incredibles, are you, another are you Monsters Inc. Excited for that Toy Story three. Uh, you know what? I have never in my life sat through all of Toy Story one or two. Oh, wow. if you've seen Toy Story I've one, seen you've seen Toy Story two. I've seen the pieces reversed. of them. Okay, it's the exact <laughs> yeah. same story. I've seen Toy Story. I love the first Toy Story. Okay, the second one feels like it was really forced. But it was. It's the same story reversed. The first, Interesting. The first Toy Story. I just. It's awesome. You owe it to yourself to see that one. I said I've I've seen chunks of it, and yeah, I. I I get that. I mean, that movie was groundbreaking, much in the way that Avatar was groundbreaking. The second one was mainly the uh, improvement on technology. Yeah, okay. you can really see the difference. And my guess is that's what the third movie is going to be. I mean, because this is going to be 3D. You know, I'm wondering if because after Beauty and the Beast, I think the the uh-huh. Academy came out with an an best animated picture category. Okay, that could have taken away from any opportunity that. Um, that an animated I am movie Buzz Lightyear. I come in peace. <laughs> nice. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> Thank you, Tim, the tool man, hey, Taylor. I, do, uh, Brad or an, anyone, uh, do you guys know if uh, uh, John Lasseter still with the uh, Pixar? Didn't he move on? Um, you know, that's a uh, that's an extremely good question. Um, I, don't know I, I think I'd, I'd heard something about that. Uh, you are a sad, strange little man, and you have my pity. <laughs> I don't know, dude. You looking it up, Bill? Yeah, uh, apparently John Laster is uh, going for mayor of Charlotte, North Carolina. My guess is it's not the same John Laster. I was just, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all true. Um, let's see. Uh, um, You're mocking me, aren't you? I'm no, I'm actually uh, still looking. Um, just go to IMDb. Let me do it. I'm sorry, I'm looking at the uh, the bottom of the uh, the wiki page. Um, so Lasseter is what still CEO of both Pixar and Disney Animation Studios. That's interesting. Toy Story Three. I have a hard time believing that. I mean, there we go. I mean, uh, you know, Disney director uh, Lee Unkrich. What? Writer Michael Arndt. Wow. Mm. That John Lasseter, he's got a lot of. Uh, Michael Keaton is in Toy Story credits. 3. Oh, hey, you'll be glad to know this. John Laster is credited as being the executive producer on not only Toy Story 3, but Cars 2. Cars 2, really? <laughs> 2011. <laughs> Look out. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> and he also gets credit for but the princess. He's not the director. He's just the executive producer, though, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Whoopi Goldberg is in this new I mean, one. he's the CEO. He gets the exec- he's got the exact producer credit on uh, every single... Uh, Every single thing that Pixar has ever done um, uh, after uh, Toy Story 2, 
Um, Bugs Life. Robin was, Williams is in this Toy Story 3. Well, yeah, he directed. Now uh, I'm out. John Laster directed uh, Bugs Life, Toy Story 2. And uh, I really liked and Bugs Cars, Life. by the way. Bugs Life was really good. Bugs Life was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the one with Woody Allen? No, thinking no. Of ants. That's Ants. Okay. I, I, I've seen Ants a few times. It was interesting. I don't think I've ever sat through uh, A Bug's Life, um, which is interesting. He also, hey, um, uh, he had uh, he was apparently a computer animator on Young Sherlock Holmes. So look out. That was cool, wow. man. Yeah, and he was the director of Toy Story also. Um, Meet the Robinsons, uh, Ratatouille, exec producer of all that, st- all that stuff. Like, of course, he was CEO. He, he gets he gets credit for all that stuff. Um but I mean, okay, uh, Wally. I think Wally was more deserving of Best Wally Picture than Up. Just my humble opinion, and and, I don't, and it's not because of. I'm sorry to just hammer up into the ground. I, people have got to be. This is one of my favorites. I think the word you're searching for is Space Ranger. And if people are stomping <laughs> their MP3s to death because of this, I apologize. Uh, my last point um, uh, was, I don't know, you know what? Forget it. I don't want to drive the listeners any further away than they already are. So. I just encapsulating what you wanted okay. to say in two words. Okay, I'll say it anyway. Okay, I, uh, I don't think, good. <laughs> I don't think the re- I don't think the rest of the movie up was good enough uh, to warrant it. I think the first twenty minutes was breathtaking and heartbreaking, and the rest of the movie was, eh. You know, I, I thought it was especially interesting how they decided to get rid of the villain. It was like that's kind of that's kind of violent and and kind of right there in your face. You know, for the kids. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot of. It wasn't like it happened, you know. What was it rated? Uh, oh, it was a kid's movie. I'm sure it was rated G. Up. Mac- yeah. Yeah, it was G. Yeah. G. But, I mean, that guy, you know, they push him off the top of that balloon, and he clearly falls to his death. Or was it PG-13? This ain't, a, this, well, this ain't DC well, Comics here. It's not like he's coming back anytime soon. I, I love how Bill says, not to beat a dead horse, but but you know the horse is already dead so we might as well go to town on him yeah let me go (laughs) (laughs) bill even 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 that uh that you know the actual villain dying at the end type of thing you already said that this was heart-wrenching and heart you know gut-wrenching but if the uh the wife were alive and you know she had trouble down there with them you know what's worse letting her lie you know letting her pass away with Having said that she has lived a full life, yeah. you know, that you find out at the end, or seeing her travel all the way down there for her to have her child, uh, childhood dream, you know, come crashing down yeah. because the hero, childhood hero, turns out to be the villain of the story. Well, hey, can I tell you so, how, can I tell you how I would have uh, had the, uh, the movie end, the final sequence there? And it's totally okay. serious. It's totally yeah. serious. Yeah, um, okay, what I would have done, I would have had the wife live. And she would have been on the dirigible uh, for the final action sequence. And she would have gotten into Ripley's uh, exoskeleton that she battled the aliens in. And she would have uh, just pinched him in half. You that know, would, for about would... two seconds, I believed you Okay, when you said you were being serious. And then I thought, nope, he's not going to be serious. He's going to say something. And then, of course, you didn't let me, let me down. <laughs> it's not my fault. Brad should know better. <laughs> All right, so you know, hey, you know, it was it was a decent movie, but uh, I, I mean, you know, do we even need to worry about who we think is going to win? Dirigible. I, mean, I I haven't seen you know enough of them to you, you know, know. I haven't watched the Oscars in like five years. Yeah. Well, I haven't I, either, I, but I have no interest in it. Steve Martin and 
and uh, Alec Baldwin are hosting, so, so that may be, be the only re- that may be the only reason I'd watch it. Well, I'm bummed out that uh, Sasha Baron Cohen was going to do a skit, um, but they told Dirigible. him not to bother. Dirigible. It's true. Dirigible. George Clooney's uh, George Clooney's um, Man Who Stare at Ghost didn't get nominated. <laughs> you know, I really, really. It was rated it. PG. Up was PG. Yeah. Wow. I really wanted men who stare at goats. I really wanted to see that. It that, actually looked pretty good. I saw that. That killed me. Was and, it bad? No, it's the only movie. It's the only movie where um, what's his name? Uh, not George Clooney. The other guy, Matt Damon. Matt, no, the other one. Um, who played Ben Kenobi? The young Ben Kenobi. Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor also plays a Jedi, and he refers to himself. Throughout the movie, as a Jedi in this movie, he, does? he plays a Jedi in two movies. How can he you possibly know? refer? You to have to see the movie to understand it. Okay, but <laughs> he is a Jedi in this movie as well. So what? So you can ask, you can seriously ask trivia question: What non-Star Wars movie does Ewan McGregor play a Jedi in? And the answer is the Man Who Stares at Ghosts. Okay. So um, interesting. Sasha Baron Cohen was going to do a uh, was going to do a skit for the Oscars tomorrow night, where he was going to come out dressed up as a uh, as a, a Navi. And it was what's gonna, a Navi? A Navi, uh, the the blue skin avatar. Oh, the, the, avatar. The, okay. The uh, yeah, the indigenous avatar people, uh, basically the Native American Indians, and um, he was going to come out as a Navi. And at the end of the sketch, it was going to be revealed that he was pregnant because he'd had a one night stand with James Cameron. <laughs> Oh, and apparently James Cameron didn't take too kindly of that. So they said, uh, Sasha, uh, you don't actually need to show up at the Oscars this year. It's very sad. I think the best Oscar, the the best Oscar uh, host ever was David Letterman. Oprah Uma. Oprah, Oprah Uma. Uma. That was pretty good. That was that sublime. was genius. It was. Hey, June Bob. Yes, sir. I know we called you, and we really haven't given you much time to talk about anything. Is there anything you wanted to talk about? Oh, no, no. This is great. I, I just need to uh, I just miss, know, catch up with you guys. I know. I just way, miss so. hanging out with you That's and exactly talking right. to you. And uh, um, We weren't going to tell you. We were just going to show up one weekend, but then I started thinking maybe we should <laughs> try to schedule a weekend. Are you kidding me? I was laughing out loud so loud, and, you know, I, I have um, – I figured, you know, I need to go ahead and keep the joke up, you know, and, you know, make sure that, you know, <laughs> not go on the farm like I actually heard you guys speaking it. But, in fact, consi- you know, you guys talking about that, I know some people were giving you guys a hard time for um, not stopping by, but, you know, uh, several episodes even earlier than, you know, than uh, the voicemail that you guys played, um, you know, on the road trip one where you had uh, you and uh, Frank, Bill and uh, Frank went on that trip. Yes, to uh, Louisiana. Mm-hmm. You know, you guys drive right past uh, Longview on I twenty. Oh, right? you should have come out and waved at us. I'm so sorry. You're not going to going to stop. And We're in a government vehicle. Granted, we did go. Uh, you know, we oh, did go gambling in that vehicle, but. <laughs> We're going gambling. Well, I mean, we did government vehicle. We didn't. We didn't actually gamble in the vehicle. Right. That but we makes drove a difference it. We, to we, Uncle we're, Sam. We're taking the government vehicle well, to go gambling. I was, when I heard that, I was actually living. I'm like, I could not believe these guys passed right by, and all you had to do was, I would have come down and met you guys, and you know, we would have waited for thirty minutes. I would have. You really have not. You know, you wouldn't have been a big detour for you guys. 
I mean, literally, it's off of I, uh, right off of I twenty. So. I mean, I could have easily rolled the window down and hung my butt out of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey. Um, yes. In uh, you know how every once in a while in Dallas they'll have these little cons that we go to. Yes. April twenty fourth and twenty fifth, the Sci Fi Expo. I'm still, I'm. You still angry? You missed. I'm st- and I'm not angry at anybody, but Dallas Comic Con in January. I'm just, I just, you know what? And I could care less, honestly, about 99 percent of the stuff at the Comic Con besides the quarter bin boxes. Right. I could care less about. I want, I want to attack the the back issue boxes with a fervor and alacrity. Well, you have it's a chance. Tough. April 24th and 25th, the Sci-Fi Expo is coming to Richardson. Oh, I hope I don't miss this one. Um, I need to fill in those Doom Patrol that, issues. That one doesn't have as much of a comic book exhibitor, though, right? Yeah, so it's yeah, a bad that's deal, probably man. true. I mean, there there were some comics there. Well, the last one I got, I hit up was uh, Star Wars Fan Days. And you're yeah. right; it wasn't as good as the Comic Con, but uh, it was still good enough. Richard uh, Hatch is going to be yes. at this uh, Sci-Fi Expo. Yeah. Uh, by the uh, way, uh, um, I still uh, owe uh, Sean Gabrin. Uh, big thanks to those Doom Patrol issues. Um, Are you even going to let me read them? Huh? Cool. With them? Yeah, I'm going to read them. No. Like, can I, read them read them? I, I really do want to read them when you're <laughs> done. Gabarine. I've read, uh, I've, I haven't read all of them yet, but I'm up, um, I went ahead and started at issue one. I've read up through the first six, eight issues of the Morrison run. I've been, I've been literally saving them. Um, hey, just, hey, Phil? Yes, sir. Did you no, say Phil. Sean, Sean Gabarin uh, mailed you some uh, comics? Is that what happened? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was awesome. Well, he heard me talking about to the fact that I was trying to find some old Doom Patrol back issues, the uh, the Grant Morrison run. And so he was nice enough to find me. Uh, I think it was a friend of his. I think he was kind of a middleman, um, a dealer, if you will. But, um, uh, yeah, he ended up hooking me up big time. And, uh, man, I just, you know, I'm a big Morrison head, but good heavens, I've enjoyed the first half dozen issues of, uh, and I'm going to have to go out and, and you know, I'm going to have to search back issue bin trade things or go actually buy the trade paperbacks or something. I don't know. Well, look here, Bill. In stock trades, oh. possibly. August Quite 28th possibly. Yes. and 29th. Okay. August 28th and 29th, Dallas Comic Wow, that's a long time yeah. to wait, brother man. <laughs> but I uh, hope well, I'll, yeah, I hope I'll be there. Uh, Adam West will be there. Adam West. Adam um, West. Sean Patrick Flannery, he played... Um, uh, I should know him. He played the young Indiana Jones. Oh, okay. He's making his first U.S. first U.S. convention appearance. Okay, it's going to oh. be at Dallas Comic Con. He was what? I mean, that was him in um, uh, what? in the TV show Young Indiana okay, Jones. Okay, he was Chronicles. literally in TV series. Okay, yes. I just I was trying to figure out if that was you know yeah, he was the gaffer on the Young Indiana Jones series. <sighs> he was oh my gosh he was hey, a, he knew how to work that electricity. Christian Bale had a problem with him too. All you that. know these these Dallas cons we we yeah. rib them all the time about being small and oh, and trying dude. to get good guests and stuff. You know, and yeah. it's not you know whatever. This is the first person on their guest list. I would have put Adam West at the top, but yeah. right here, the first list, first person on their list, film extra, Cliff Alliston, shown here on the left, who dressed up in Return of the Jedi as a Endor assault trooper on the battle for Endor, has just been added as a bonus first-time signing guest that has this month's that has got to be because they're listing them in alphabetical order. Maybe. Please tell me that's he was, why. He was an extra 
That's amazing. He dressed up. So as, tell yeah, us so what he was got, it like on the set. Yeah. So yeah. he got paid like fifty bucks to do that. Yeah. Well, I now he worked with the director. I worked with the first AD, and yeah, he got seventy-five bucks a day plus free hot dogs. And, yeah, he had to be in a suit all day. That's amazing. Truly amazing. <laughs> That's That just seems kind of weird to me. I'd like to no, think that they'd sad. have better than that. Hey, um, but Jim you know Bob, what? Hey, Tim I Sale wish... is going to be at that uh, Comic-Con. I don't care how lame the guests are. If the guests are, in fact, lame, I'm not saying they are because I haven't heard the complete list, but I want to be there anyway. I mean, I would go to those things. They had them once a month. I realize they can't sustain that. And you know how Star Star Wars fan days... Has been indeed yes. It's not going to be a Star Wars fan days this year. It's going to be Star Trek fan days. Oh, nice. well, that should be fun. Oh no way! Even oh, better. As long as it's not Enterprise October twenty third and twenty fourth. Wow. Star Trek fan days. That'll yes. be cool. I'll be I'll be up for that. Yeah. Where are they going to do wow. Space nineteen ninety nine fan days? I like I that. Know. I like that. What I want to see is I want to see Quark fan days. See, I'm adding to my my personal best record. Yes. One more reference that you guys have no idea no, about. We've talked about, about <laughs> we've talked about Quark before. This we shouldn't have. Be a really cares. We're approaching a, an hour and a half. Sweet. <laughs> We're back. That, it doesn't matter. Oh, no matter how hard we try, we I will know. never. Should we just go ahead and start another episode and keep June Bob on? I don't mind starting another episode <laughs> at all. Now, while I'm, you know, I'm always accused of being the. Uh, the it's wet nine. blanket. Oh, there's it a, is 9.30, and uh, this is a very big week for me. You oh know about my. this. This is MSM week. Yeah, it is. And I have... That's a, right. I have, I have a very, very big... By the way, right. that stands for... Right. what? That it's, it just stands it's for... A, it's a work-related thing that means nothing to anyone that is not I mean, at my company. I'll tell you exactly it what it is. is. It stands the for... The Academy Awards of my work, apparently. No, it stands for Mexican Spaniards and Mexicans. Yes, it's Mexican Spaniards and Mexicans week. Uh, now I, I I'm in charge I'm in charge of of doing the image video for my company because this you're Mexican year because I'm that good. No, it's because he's Captain Corner. That's why. Right. Um, oh, by the way, my my Frank. My, by the way, is 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 he's, I I wanted to mm-hmm. start a nickname for myself at yeah. work, and I had gotten I wanted to be El Diablo. Oh my gosh, you know it was catching on. It was catching on. Really? But people stopped doing it. You know our audio guy, why? he's deaf. Well, he was caught. He thought he was. Whoa, 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 He whoa. was calling me whoa. Dog Chow Stop. instead of El Diablo. That's wrong. Stop. Whoa, your audio guy at work is deaf. He can watch the meters. It's fine. You're being. You're joking, right? Why would you discriminate against a guy that can't hear? Your audio guy yeah. is deaf. Yeah. Please tell me you're kidding. I'm kidding. Okay, good. <laughs> Thank you. I was like, wow, that's pretty good. I should have kept it going a little out now. <laughs> He's hey, just partially way, deaf. Hey, you want to hear a little more Hollywood No, there is gossip? no deaf. No, June Bob, quickly, before this derails any further. Uh, I've got an avatar note. Frank... And Bill and I, and probably Russell Latham, he may drive up from from uh, Houston, planet yeah. Houston. We're going to come out this summer and see you, okay? Yeah. Jim Bob? Oh, no. Jim Bob? He just gave up. Oh, I just got a text message. He says, what happened? I don't know. <laughs> I think we're still expecting to die. Oh, my see, goodness. this happens to me all the time where... You're just talking to a guy for like 30, 35 minutes, and then you realize that he hasn't been on the line the whole time. 
Well, I bet you that happens to you more often than no, you know anyone what else. I think that's what I just said. You know what happened? Oh, I, I love you to listen to me. What do we have, dog? Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you I don't listen. <laughs> I admit it. I'm a bad listener. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. Hey, by the way, um, Jim Bob? Yes, sir? I'll tell you exactly what happened. I just got your text, by the way. Okay. My my laptop has uh, up on the top. It has touch sensitive features. Really, I'm touch sensitive. <laughs> One of which is <laughs> the wireless uh, uh, function. So you could touch screen the wireless connection off. Yes, and I was it's a bad deal. I was moving some dust off of my <laughs> thing, and I touched the wireless. It's not funny. And it don't laugh. And it cut June Bob off. <laughs> oh, no. What was the last <laughs> thing you heard, June Bob? June Don't, Bob, it's not funny. You heard. <laughs> well, I, you know, for a moment there, I thought, you know, uh, Frank was just uh, ready to cut me off, so he decided he'd just let me go. I was saying that this summer, the three of us and possibly Russell Latham are going to drive out to Longview and, and assault your family one weekend. Yes. Oh, absolutely! You guys are more than welcome. Now I'll it's need just, my own room, uh, and that's that. By the way, and I have special dietary needs. Yeah. Fried chicken and yeah. hamburgers. <laughs> I'm not yeah. like, it's not funny. We can take care of that. God, that is a lot better idea than what I thought we were going to do, which is to go out to June Bob's house and help him burn down some churches. <laughs> wow, Bill. Hey, June. Bill. Wow. June, I'm yeah. really, I'm really sorry we called you back. Stop no, laughing. No. It is not actually, funny. I feel oh, like I'm going wow. to hell just for hearing that. No, actually, you know, to, to put everybody's mind at rest, you I don't know if anyone's kept up with it, but... They did catch those guys, the, uh, didn't they? Yeah, two two young men. They haven't been convicted yet, but they have been caught, and uh, it seems, seems as though all the evidence is pointing towards them having done it. And um, So they've graduated I, from persons know, of interest? Two-person job. Oh, yeah, they're definitely... Yeah, these guys are definitely, you know, all the odds. I mean, there's witnesses, you know, against them that lines up. So many of the facts are lined up against them. But um, it, it seems as though, uh, and then what's really interesting is that it um, seems like uh, it progressed over time. Uh, some of the earliest signs were they, it was just a mere vandalism in the beginning and to uh, eventually leading up to, uh, you know, fires, setting fires and then, it's almost as if they just couldn't stop themselves. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know what's going on. That's crazy. Yeah, that's, that's, I'm, I'm sorry for, for those of you who don't know. Uh, in East Texas, uh, for the last three, four months, uh, up until just recently, they've been experiencing a wave of uh, church burnings. And, and I, in no way, am trying to imply that that's really, really ha-ha funny. How many have there um, been? I, those, those two, uh, I'm uh, glad they got caught. Ten? Ten, really? Wow. Yeah, and, and hopefully that's... Uh, they you know, every time their, they burned a, a church... Yeah, they punched An angel gets its wings. Yeah, an angel gets its wings. Yeah, they, I think those two... Or they went out and they ate wings. <laughs> See, because they... Cause they no, cause, I just, my my official they, policy is I, I think those two have officially punched their ticket to the sixth circle. So, Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Please, please. Well, I, I would like all of our, you know, friends and, you know, listeners of, H, you know, HHW uh, out in north and east, uh, them Yankees, um, that we're, the kind of church fire we're talking about is not the burning cross with men around, you know, standing around with hoods on. 
This was actually a real churches. Yeah. Real fire on them. So. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's uh, just, yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's arson. It's just it's just hey, we right. fire isn't this great? No, not really so much. So I'm yeah. glad to find out that you had nothing to do with that. But I I <laughs> I, I, I never had any doubts. I I knew you were innocent the whole time. So sure. I'm glad now that you say that. I'm glad they caught the guys that did that. Well, on that note, June Bob. Hey, uh, what a lovely episode we just had. Hour and a half wasted. Wow. That's the name of the show. And about, and about uh, an hour of it uh-huh. on Up. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, hopefully uh, Up wins. We're just making up for last well, you know week. What? Hey, if, yeah. if Up. Basically. If, if last night Up won the Best Picture Award, or excuse me, earlier this evening Up won the uh, Best Picture Award, then this episode will be incredibly timely. It will be. And if not, uh, <laughs> if not, let me go ahead and fit in the uh, the Avatar 2 news. Oh, please or do. Or not. Wow. Uh, Cam- Jim, uh, Cameron, Jimmy, as I like to call him, Uncle Jimmy. I have a, I, uh, he I, says he will not I call it Avatar 2, by the way. I have a friend who. Yes. Well, you know Nancy J. Yeah. Did you ever hear that story about her and Jim, Jim Cameron? No. I'll tell you off the air. Okay. I mean, I don't. Yeah. As far as I know, she's never been pregnant. Um, yeah. No. It's not like that. No. He's a. Uh, uh, James Cameron, although the sequels haven't been greenlit, we have to make sure to, like, like a sequel to Avatar won't be greenlit. <laughs> like, there's some doubt as to whether, you know, they'll let Cameron make another one of these movies. But, yeah, he's saying that the next movies, uh, uh, maybe they call it Navi because it won't be about an Avatar anymore because the lead character isn't an, isn't an Avatar. He's now a Navi. Spoiler alert for those yeah. of us that haven't seen it. yeah. Gosh, <laughs> I am um, idiot. You know, you know, my, uh, you you say that about right about now. Avatar not getting greenlit, but Titanic two did not get greenlit. That's a good and point. You would think that that would have just gone right through, but they just God. Didn't. You know what? Yeah, I Titanic uh, Jack's Revenge. Yeah. yeah, Titanic that that movie that that movie was almost as funny as the Perfect Storm. <laughs> Back to George Clooney uh, again, well, and you know and Marky though. Mark. We, uh, hey, at least in the Perfect Storm, we did get to see Marky Mark. Uh, no, it was George Clooney. Say we saw you drown. For me. I never saw that movie. Actually, oh, don't ever see it. Oh it my gosh, awful. it is it is, is gut. I do not awful. If you if you want the perfect formula movie, yeah. Perfect, perfect storm. storm. It's well, the, it's the want, perfect formula movie. If you perfect. want the perfect, the perfect movie to make you never want to get on a boat in the North Atlantic, uh, either it wasn't Titanic even that. Or it was storylines. It was dialogue. It was character development. Oh, it it's formula, formula, formula. But still, just the 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 existential horror of the situation they find themselves at, at the end. Mm-hmm. I mean, where they're they're in the boat, and the boat is sorry. Uh, you might want to close yours, Brad, because I know you're you've got this in your queue. But as the boat is literally underwater and starting to sink to Davy Jones's locker, and they're in one of the rooms of the boat, is sucking out the last few precious gulps of air. And Marky Mark decides to go ahead and you know pop out and swim up to the surface, even though it's futile because he's hundreds of miles, you know, thousands of miles from any piece of there? land. Pardon me, uh, the perfect storm. The perfect storm, Bob. Okay. Oh God, and then, <laughs> and George Clooney stays the ship, and one of the last shots is. Is, you know, the Marky Mark swimming out of the boat and George Clooney, you know, still in the boat as the boat's just sinking further and further and further. And I just, I said the, 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 
the psychological horror of that scene is just is amazing to me. I mean, I just I can't imagine. Yeah, you know, I, I realize that that drowning is probably one of the. Uh, I feel like I'm drowning right now. Oh, it's awful, dude. I'm gonna <laughs> stop talking about it. No, I mean the show. Okay, yeah, well, let's, yeah he was been talking drowning figuratively. For the last, for the last half an hour, I've been drowning. Do you want an audio tweet? Please, let's have some kind of tweet. Hey, June Bob, do you like the tweets? Oh, I love the tweets. All right, give uh, us an audio tweet, and then we'll get out of here. Okay, well, just just before you go to that tweet, uh, the last week's tweet that you, you clarified basically on last week's uh, episode. Thank you. Uh, I, think, uh, I think Bill created a formula. Now he actually has, he can play that end part of the noise that the, uh, you know, the dog is making. And then he can just basically change his little intro into why that dog is making that sound. And he's got like another, you know, 200 tweets in the bag. I think, that's, you're, that's I think nice. you're onto something. Hey, man. you want to, um, uh, let me give you the, uh, the, the quick commentary on that last tweet. That was a true story. Um, uh, myself and, uh, my buddy, John, uh, Johnny S, uh, not Johnny M. Uh, I'm over at his house and um, he calls me out to the uh, the back porch. He he lives in an apartment that backs up to a uh, to a creek with uh, some scrubby woods like stuff. And there's a railroad track right along. So this railroad track and the creek are you know perfect little feeders for all sorts of little woodland critters to come into Dallas. And he's he's you know he's in a uh, he's basically in uh, in South Plano. I mean he's in you know he's well in the city limits. And uh, he said he's seen bobcats roll through there. And so we're over there uh, a week or so ago, and we see this thing coming up that looks like a dog. It turns out to be probably a 30, 35-pound bobcat. And it walks about 20 feet away from us. It looks at us and just keeps walking. And it's and John and I are both holding on to the sliding glass door. Oh, I thought you were say each other. <laughs> right. It was, it was like Scooby and Shaggy. Yeah. I was actually up in his arms. <laughs> yeah. You, were you shirtless and hugging? Were you? Because <laughs> those are the best, those shirtless hugs. Well, and, and, the, and the dog, uh, the, the dog Tessa, well, that was, she, was, she was actually doing that at a bobcat. I mean, that wasn't me making it up. I mean, that's just, you know, hey, sometimes. What kind of dog uh, was it? Um, she's uh, part. Uh, Would you stop asking follow-up questions? She's part collie. Thank you, Gene Bob. I appreciate it. Um, I didn't know if it was a big dog or a small dog. Now she's uh, she's part collie, part something, something, and she's probably about fifty pounds. She's a decent sized dog, you know. She's not a small dog, and uh, she wanted to, she wanted to get after that bobcat. Anyway, so uh, that was a true I'll, story. I officially apologize to Brad and Frank. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I, I love the way you ended that. That's a true story too. True story. <laughs> That's t- that really, really happened, guys. Really I was really. Okay, give us a tweet. We really did see that happen. <laughs> give us a tweet. I guess this HHW is up? better than no HHW, huh? Yeah. Wow. I'm yeah. s- I'm sorry that Brad and Frank apparently don't like anything anymore. Do so it. I'd like to apologize. <laughs> it's not that I don't like anything anymore. It's just I hate everything. Oh, well, fair enough. Frank's contagious. Not gonna try to talk you out of it, brother. Mm. Everyone's dumb. Especially Gandhi. He's dead. Bill's audio Twitter. Hey there. Need to pull a zany office prank on a coworker? Try this on for size. 
hack into their computer and replace their desktop with an image of a fire extinguisher hose with a caption that reads that in case of emergency, break glass. <laughs> Some total fire alarm. <laughs> you missed the tail end, Brad. You missed the tail end. Because it just got better. He said, then pull the fire alarm. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, that was awesome. I like it. I like Thank it. Thank you. I may actually try that. That's awesome. Why hasn't somebody thought of that before? I don't know. That's pretty awesome. I like it. I don't know. So if you just need to, you know, instigate some office hijinks, you know, that's uh, that's my, my plan A. That is genius. I think that's genius. That's genius. I appreciate totally. it. Totally. Totally. All right. Frank looks like he's about to fall asleep. Mm, not okay. about to fall asleep. It's hey, I really, I, we'll do this next episode. I, I really want to do. The exact same thing. No, I really want to do a word of the week. I really want to do a word of the week. Do you have time for a word of the week? Well, by the way. Um, can you do word of the week right now? I can do word of the week right now. How long will it take? Just, uh, it'll take uh, like two minutes. And it's mainly the intro and the outro. Look at him. He's about by to the fall way, over. Last week's word of the week was innominate. Yes. Which is having no specific name. So there you go. That's what I that said. Was last week's that's word. That's what I said when I was on my deathbed last week. I was like, that means having no no name. Like. Specific name. Right. <coughs> okay. June Bob, you still there? Oh, we got... I'm here. All right. Very good. All right, so you going to do it? This week's word should be skin. <laughs> I've actually should got a what? word for this week. Should be what? I said, I said it should be skin. S-C-I-N-T. What does that mean? Ooh. Oh, I'll let you boys figure it out. S-C-I-N-T. Very good. Oh, All right, what's your? You got uh, like an open and whatnot. I sure do. Uh, am I? Uh, am I yeah, potted yes, up? Yes, you're good. Gosh, I hate to just rush into this, but it's worth it. Do it. It's time for the word of the week. Frank, have you been studying? And now, here's your friendly neighborhood voice. Take it away. This is it. What? Lucini pouring from the sky. Let's get rich. You can pull it out. Okay. <laughs> nice. Nice work. You like that? You like that? You know, I was going to go with a different genre of music, but uh, Sean Pryor had such nice things to say about uh, my attempt at episode 162 that um, that I went ahead and I was I felt uh, inspired to uh, go with the uh, the, the hip hop genre. Okay. So good for me. Word of the All week. Right. Word of the week this week is cataphract. 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 You can uh, you can you can come up with your own. Uh, what does it mean? Your own definitions. Now we'll find out next week what cataphract means. What do you think about that? What? You like that? We I talked think about, I do. We talked about this at the summit like like a year and a half ago that we should start teasing stuff for the next show. That's right, we did. I know. Did we not find out what innominate meant last yeah. week? No, we didn't. But we just found out. I just found out. So yeah, if you listen to that if you listen to last week's right. show. Which was like episode one sixty two junior. Yeah. No, don't oh God, you're just making it worse. You're just we just want to keep it. It's one, no, it's we just want it to be we it's one sixty two with an asterisk. Okay. What's what's the word of the week? Cataphract. Cataphract. Okay. Uh, for those close? of you who need uh uh I do. Um would you like a spelling on that? Yes, please spell it. Okay. Cataphract. C A T A P H R A C T. Okay. One more time, please. Or as I would say it, um, no, don't do it the way you'd say it. No? Just play the close. All right. Just play the close. All right, we'll play the close. Cataphract, C-A-T-A-P-H-R-A-C-T. Go!
Now play the close. Okay. Imagine if this was the last rhyme I ever wrote, the last words that I ever spoke. Nope, I'm going to keep serving them because there's somebody out there that never even heard of him. Thank you, voice. Your contribution to the English language is immeasurable, and I, for one, am enlightened by your verbal largesse. And as for the rest of you, do you feel smarter now? That's on you then. Oh, Bill. Oh, Bill. We have to stop giving him so much creative you know what? leeway. Brad, I think we just need to give the show the bell. You he know, can obviously just, handle it. If I would you just know. do everything. If I would just start whipping stuff together, I might actually have some production value added to the show. That's my I was going to be the bit guy. <clears throat> I was going to start doing <laughs> the bits. Your bit is singing, but have you oh, yeah. done any singing lately? No, well, I am working. Knows, so I am working on something that you guys know about, and we, it is going to be huge when it happens. We haven't written. We haven't visited the bread shop in months. That's right. Well, we went out of business. Hey, you know, economic yeah, Frank, times. In fact, Frank. What's that? You, you there, Frank? Yes. La- last week's episode. Uh, even though I was kind of sad that there wasn't an episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was, part of me was kind of excited because I was uh, expecting, half expected to hear uh, Frank's uh, karaoke. Well, um, oh. it, 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 as last week's show I- indicated, I, I am lacking in enthusiasm, and so it's just t- it's just kind of you'll get karaoke at some point. But just you got molasses in your breeches. Or what? I got molasses <laughs> in my breeches. Yes. <laughs> Breaches in those long view, yeah, that that whimsical <laughs> long view way of saying it. Yes, I got molasses in my breeches. Molasses. Right. Oh, June thanks Bob. for listening to a half hour wasted. Thanks uh, for spending they, time with us. June if Bob. they want to get a hold of us, June Bob, how do they do it? Uh, he doesn't know the number. Well, he could do the email. Go to the uh, website. Okay. H H W L O D dot com. Okay. And who or, should they uh, listen to on Thursdays? That's right. Who should uh, they listen to on Thursdays? Listen to you on w- Wednesdays? What? No, who should you listen to on Thursdays? Thursdays? They should listen oh, to the Legion of Dudes on Thursdays. Yeah. And then we're on Mondays. Yeah, half hour wasted on Mondays. Yeah. Thanks. You're going to have to work on your presentation skills, Gene. I don't think you can see the teleprompter from East Texas. All right. So. I'm sorry. I got to get these molasses yeah. out of my britches, so let's get out of here. Nine seven two seven nine eight three eight three zero is our yeah. voicemail. Voicemail, leave us a voicemail. June Bob is clearly the uh, President Obama of the HHW universe. Pause for laughter. Lord, you do listen to the show. I'm so glad someone does. Pause for laughter. All right, guys, okay. thanks for listening. And Jenny, if you're listening. You are a strong woman. We'll see you next week on A Half Hour Wasted. Who's Jenny? I'll tell you on the, off the air. What? Are we saving that for the next episode? We'll save it for the next episode. Hey, hang on. I'll, I'll, I'll make an open for it. Okay. Did you I pick it? Bye.